Happy Brews Day Tuesday, everybody. My name is Caroline King, and you're listening to Bitch Beer. for tuning in this week. Um, I appreciate everybody being super patient with me. I had some technical difficulties the past couple of weeks with some files, so really glad that we were able to get everything back and running. That's what happens. We're low budget here at Bitch Beer, but we move on. (laughs) Today's episode, I am so excited. I've been meaning to get these guys on the podcast for uh, pretty much since I met them, Um, and I am chatting with the guys from Nappy Roots. Um, Nappy Roots is a really popular band that has just been, I mean, just killing it in the music industry for decades. But on top of that, they also have a brewery coming out, um, Atlantucky, opening in Atlanta in a couple of months, uh, maybe even sooner than that. Um, you know how the things go with the city. But um, so I sit down with them. We talk about um, how they met, how they got started, and then how they made their transition into craft beer. And uh, I'm really excited for y'all to listen, so I hope you enjoy. Thanks. Socks 24. Okay, now we're my podcast. Let's do it. (laughs) Caroline Bitch Beer is in the house. This guy going live is making me talk. Sean, Sean, doing the podcast, please. Let's keep it to this conversation. Very important, people. Thank you, guys. All right. Okay, everyone. So I am in probably one of my favorite backyards and garages in Atlanta, Georgia. Pretty much the United States. Pretty much the world. I am hanging with my guys from Nappy Roots. So excited to have y'all here. Thank you so much for having me here. Um, If y'all could just go around, Skinny, you get us started, and introduce yourselves. What's up, world? And um, all the bitch beer aficionados, I'm Skinny DeVille. (laughs) The Blues Traveler, Nappy Roots representative. What up? This is your boy Fish Scales representing Nappy Roots in Atlantucky. Thank you for having us. This is your boy 808 Blake, DJ, Ooh. producer extraordinaire. <laughs> yes, we're in here. Awesome. So, um, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you so well, much thank for, you for coming. Yeah, of course. I love being down here. You guys are, I, since I met you guys about like, what, two and a half years ago, three years ago? Sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, you guys have been super solid, so I'm glad that we. I was finally able to bring my recording materials and come down here because I've been here quite a few times and uh, I've had to leave my car here a couple of times because I've <laughs> drunk too much, uh, but it happens. <laughs> how it goes is how it goes. <laughs> um, but no, you guys are killing it. I mean, you've got so much going on in the beer industry. You've got your brewery opening up soon and we'll get all into all of that. But um, so I want to get started by, I mean, how did you guys how did y'all meet each other? Let's start, like, let's take it, like, Whoa. way, way, way back. Oh, wow. <laughs> way back. Wow. It was the best of times. <laughs> uh, me and Skills, we met in college uh, back in the 90s, mid-90s. Um, you got that, 95? 95, and we met in 96. 96. Yeah. Really? Some of 96. Well, we met, we knew each other, and just, you know, from comings and goings, but we really connected and really clicked in 96. Nice. So, um, yeah, so that's almost 24 years. Western Kentucky wow. University. 
Bowling Green. Nice. Uh, right with this guy. Hilltoppers. Hilltoppers. <laughs> Go Big Red. Yeah. 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 And and we met, um, actually Clutch and Skinny met first, uh, like 93. Yeah. And that was the true beginning of Nappy Roots uh, with just two members at the time. And um, each year, a different member came in. Like like Skinny said, I came, I met him around 96. And the rest of the crew kind of fell in a year after that, 97, 98. And um, it's been on ever since. We we got actually got our first record deal in '98, around wow. January of '98, uh, and we was just rolling as Nappy Roots, man, just doing what we do, uh, making music, drinking beer, nice. exactly what we're doing now. <laughs> um, and um, years later, um, fast forward to about what 2014, uh, we started working with an artist named Alien Craft. And um, who was actually produced by 808 Blake. And um, we took Alien Craft on the road with us, and we was hearing the music he was making, and we was like, yeah, we need some of that. We need yeah. who's ever making those beats, we want to work with him. And uh, that led us to working with 808 Blake and him becoming a big part of our whole everything that we do as Nappy Roots. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, I mean, so how did you guys go from being like meeting as friends? hanging out to wanting to make music together? I mean, we was already making music. That's so awesome. we, we hooked up on the basis of music, you That's know? Awesome. We would um, even, you know, uh, once we clicked, we would see each other walking up and down the hill. Weston is on this big hill, so everyone either walks up or down the hill, and you just see whoever coming and going to class. So between classes, we would, you know, duck off, hit the alley, smoke a joint or a blunt between you know, oh, it was definitely blunts. Definitely. <laughs> it was blunts. <laughs> wasn't really no joints. It was all blunts. We would just smoke between classes, and we would just talk hip hop. You know, we you know be in a session with a bunch of other people smoking weed, which is unfathomable now. You know, chain smoking blunts, and just hip hop would come and in, get involved. And um, but we was already aspiring artists on our own. Nappy Roots hooked up to be uh, what it is now because it was a bunch of solo artists that already had the potential, it's just one solo artist coming out of Kentucky wasn't going to make it. It had to be something with a big bang versus one gunshot. That's and awesome. so that's how, you know, we formed on the basis of like Wu-Tang or how Master P yeah. was doing um, his, his label, how Cash Money was doing their organization. You know, we, we just knew that having multiple opportunities to take shots versus just having one person that everyone has to look at would be a better opportunity for anyone coming out of Kentucky. He was he was from Georgia, but he was living there at the time. Yeah. And he was nice, you know what I'm saying? Like he was nice on the court, but he was really nice, you know, on them bars, you know? And when we rap, we just click like, you know, you nice. He's like, "Yeah, nah, you nice." And it's like people we actually yeah. <laughs> met each other to rap against each other. Oh, that's, that's awesome. My friend, we had two mutual friends and um they would always say, "Man, you got to meet him and tell him he got to meet me." And uh we finally got together one day, and um, we're supposed to rap against each other, but we got too high. <laughs> I mean, we, that might have been the highest so high, I ever yeah. been in my life. Uh, um, we both saw the devil that, that day. <laughs> and neither of us could rap that day. I mean, we just couldn't even. We just sat and, and vibed and became close as a friend. But uh, it worked out like it's supposed to. That's awesome. <laughs> so once you guys came together and started working together, what was that turning point? What was that um, that like piece that you guys worked on together that kind of made made you guys uh, into the trajectory to where you are now? As in what though, like? 
Like, what, what was, like, the first um, uh, song that you guys worked on together that kind of, like, changed everything for y'all? Well, I'll say oh. Skinny had a vision for Nappy Roots. Like, you know, when I met him, he was explaining to me what he wanted. So the seriousness was there. Like, it was already like this. We're not playing a game. We really want to try to make this happen. And I just wanted to be a part of a rap group. Like, I, I was a big Wu-Tang fan. So I just wanted to be, a, like, a member of Wu-Tang. Awesome. And Nappy Roots was the perfect setup for that. And uh, we finally did an album called Country Fried Sess in 97. And I think that's what really put us on the path where people was like, this is good. Yeah. Like, this is something different. For sure. Y'all are actually, y'all created a brand with that one album. It became a strong brand. I guess we were selling T-shirts first. If you really look for something that made us stop what we was doing and focus on Nappy Roots, Probably the t-shirts. We would make t-shirts the color of every fraternity and sorority. Oh, that's such a good campus. idea. Yeah. That's awesome. So it became serious real quick yeah. with everybody on campus wearing your shirt. I get your question now. What's the song that made us like, yeah, this we're going to do this? I would say, if I had to think about it now, I'd say Dirty Plates. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, is a song we did in college that was just me and Scales, I feel like. <laughs> it was just me and Scales. Yeah. Like our first time rapping together on a song that was, it had an Al Green sample on it. It was like a loop, but um, the producer at the time, General Lee, he just freaked it so smooth. That's and, awesome. And we were just going over to his house and, and making songs on the A-track. And um, I, I had that song on tape probably. Do not go looking for that song. <laughs> Listen close. Do not go not. listen to it's hard. look for that song. It's not hard. Google that record. It's, 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 it's based off where we started and where we're at now with what we're doing. And that was at the very beginning of it. So it's the seed. Seeds, you don't really see the seed of a tree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the roots, it's nappy roots. You know, we're, we're kind of underground. You know, our whole basis and idea was to be kind of this dope underground group that people kind of just, you know, they always check for, they always fuck with, they always keep it consistently dope and awesome and, you know, Humbly, you know, humbly connected and efficient, you know. And so we've been doing that for 20 years. Yeah. And some some change. And um, But I would say that. And then, you know, songs like uh, Set It Out and All In All, those are songs that got the, the, the uh, major labels' attention again and got us back to getting to a budget to get to poll folks and get to, you know, some of those things. And it was such a great time um when you guys were coming up too because that was really that time when like people were starting to pay attention to the south mm. because it was always east coast versus west coast and then of course you have that famous grammy speech with outcast right. you know the south has something to say and yep. i feel like you guys were like part of that movement of course i mean a vital Actually, part that of that was movement. the source awards i feel like yeah, mm -hmm. yeah we was oh yes, yes yes that's right that's right said that, we was but... recipients of it like um eight ball and mjg Outcast, um, Three Six Mafia, they really yeah. paved the way. Like they busted open. Mm -hmm. They, uh, of course, ghetto boys, but they was UGK. a long time ago. UGK, um, mm -hmm. they yeah. opened the doors to where it's like, by the time we came, hip hop was just spreading all over the country. Right. Like you had Nelly, uh, out of St. Louis, Petey Pablo out of North Carolina, um, Bubba Sparks yeah. out of Georgia, and then Nappy Roots out of Kentucky. It was just, it was spreading. And we was a part of that spread. Fortune. Big time. Big time. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, you guys just have such an impressive career and like all of the music that you guys do. What do you think is part of that 
mindset that really takes you from being like friends that just kind of like chop it up together versus like actually making moves and like making a business out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just the understanding of business. Mm-hmm. You know, we both understand and get, we get st- street business as well as corporate business as well as... It's so as, vital. It's so vital. We understand a wide swath of how the world kind of operates. Yeah. And we can operate within those parameters between me and scales that encompasses a lot of people that can adapt to that type of friendship. And we have that understanding amongst ourselves that, you know, it, you know, we can do this by ourselves or we can do this together and make a lot of money. And yeah. then it's just ideas that we come up with just being around each other. Like, Scales came up with the idea that we should go independent. And I was like, we're on Atlantic Records. Famous as hell. We got songs that they helped us, you know, like, that was a perfect scenario for us. But then independence, like, you know what? You can make a lot more money mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. take that shit they made you famous with and flip it and have a more profit sharing of your own works and efforts. And we was like, all right, let's do it. And so it's trust that's involved within, in decisions. Yeah. And he trusts me to make decisions, and I trust him to make decisions, and we communicate them out, and it's communication. So well, and just we like, just kind of understand, you know, mm-hmm. we just kind of understand how to make money and how, to, how the world works. I mean, everything you guys are doing is clearly working because for you guys to have such a long career and still be together and still working together, it speaks a lot of, to what you're doing and, and to your success as well. And then... Um, you know, talking about like with the music and then making the transition to the craft beer world. So what sort of got the seed planted to make you guys want to start working in craft beer? Um, I would say scales again. Like, (laughs) you know, he was like, I was trying to build a studio with the energy and, and the money that we've been making and whatnot and our efforts and endeavors. I was trying to work down what we've been doing and then we've been around breweries for so long and doing it. We've been doing tours through breweries before we go to shows. We was doing a lot of stuff within beer that I really wasn't paying attention to for real, for real. Right. But once he found out how to actually make beer and he Mm -hmm. knew how to make it and he told it to me over the phone Hmm. and he explained it to me that I can understand, I was like, all right, let's make beer. And so we went down that path, same thing, just snappy roots. Right, and we had been around beer so much and didn't even realize it. Like we was going to, we've been touring breweries, what seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like we was just ran because we realized that breweries are a good place to go and promote our show. Like yeah. as soon as we hit a, t- it's the local watering hole. Um, as soon as we get into a town, uh, say we in Jacksonville, Florida, a good way to to check the pulse of the city is to go to a brewery. Mm-hmm. And we started doing that, and probably two or three years in. It just kind of hit us like, okay, you gotta. We kind of learned the basics of making beer. We really couldn't make beer, but we understood what each part of the process was as far as mashing, boiling, and firming the beer, the three basic parts of it. And so that just made us say, okay. And we did a beer with Monday night. Uh, that was we, a great beer. Yeah, oh, man, beer that called, was so fun. A beer called Front Porch. And by that time, we had no idea of how to make beer. Or even the basics of beer. We just did it, and we realized that that's something that we can use our brand to um, go further into, make Nappy Roots beer. It's so amazing, too, because you guys do have such a solid brand, and it's recognized pretty much everywhere you go. But to 
to use that to launch like another platform in a different industry is really cool and really inspiring. I, I mean, I think that's awesome. Thank well, thank you. Fortunate too. We're fortunate that I, we was able to keep our brand good over the years and that beer fits right into our brand. Mm -hmm. You know, it fits into what we're doing. As well as we, you know, a lot of things. <laughs> our brand is, is a lifestyle, you know, Nappy Roots is a lifestyle. This yes, is sir. very true. This yes, is sir. very true. A lot of things come to mind when I think of Nappy Roots. And it's all things <laughs> that I enjoy, so. Right, great, great. <laughs> then, it's, then it's working. It's working. That's awesome. And then, I, I mean, one big thing that I've noticed since I kind of, like, because I've always enjoyed craft beer, but since, like, I started the podcast and kind of getting myself into the industry, um, diversity is changing and the landscape is changing in craft beer. Cause like, right. I mean, I just always kind of thought like beer is just marketed towards like bearded white dudes. And you know, it's just kind of like all you see when you go into breweries. Um, so how have you guys kind of, um, gone about that when you kind of go into breweries and how do you try to make craft beer more like, um, what's the word I'm trying to say? More. Inclusive. Uh, inclusive, thank you. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Um, I've had too many beers. <laughs> <laughs> we just got started. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, Lord. I so mean, sad. Oh, we, Lord. we set out knowing that it, you know, we were entering a field that wasn't necessarily geared towards us. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, 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 we worked hard to build relationships and, and, and build an open trust and say, hey, man, like, there's a lot of people that enjoy this. And it's not just... It's not just the people you think it is, but there's other people out here that enjoy craft beer, and craft beer should be shared with everybody. And, yeah. you know, we built a lot of stuff over the years, um, just relationships with a lot of brewers, a lot of uh, breweries as well that, like, are open to bringing in other people, from whether it be, you know, women, whether it be black uh, African Americans, whether it be anybody outside of the typical white male bearded guy. Uh, and you know, it's cool, man. It, like like the one, the cool thing about craft beer is there's an independent mindset to it. And I think people understand that and people like really gravitate towards that. And I, I hope we, we can continue to keep pushing that forward yep. because it's beautiful to see, man. When you go to a brewery and you don't see just a bunch of white people there, but you see a, a, just all types of walks of life and, and one thing that breweries always have is it's inviting. Yeah. And we hope that it continues to be inclusive and invite people to want to come there because it's great when you're hanging out and it's all different walks of life there. And, yeah, beer covers all demographics, man, from ladies to men, uh, black, white. Everybody likes beer, you know. It covers all demographics. And black people love beer, too. So, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. we want to introduce the black community to the finest of beers. You know, and that's what craft beer kind of represents. We need a whole slogan called Black People Love Beer, too. Black People Love Beer. Well, sorry, yeah. one called Black People Love Beer. Oh, yeah, yeah. is that with Crowns and Hops? Uh, Crowns and Hops. Shout yeah. out to Crowns yep. and Hops. I love them. They're that. the best. We'll add the two to it. <laughs> <laughs> but you mentioned Crowns and Hops. That's dope. The, you They're can great. see the change happening. Yeah, right. You can see it happening all over the country. We was at a beer festival, a black beer festival, last year in Pittsburgh. Like, um, oh, is that the juice? The um, fresh, fest. fresh, fresh fest. fest, yes. Oh, that's awesome. So, the growth is happening. Women, bitch beer is, yeah, you know, you're seeing <laughs> new faces in Pink um, Society, yeah. Uh, Pink yeah. Boot Society is great. You're seeing new faces, and let's give credit to the craft beer industry, they have been very welcoming and supportive, right? right. Of um, and trying to be inclusive to everybody. 
Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, so you guys have your brewery because you guys so you've been um doing like collaboration beers with a lot of different breweries you guys are everywhere every time i yes. blink it's like you have like <laughs> scofflaw up in kentucky monday night arches like yes. so many amazing releases and they're always really popular and they taste really good and i'm drinking and, oh cherry street too that's another great there's the, uh, cherry black street. is beautiful since you out yes oh yes the arches one it's so good yeah. um and then, um, so now you've actually got your own brewery opening up this fall. Yes. Tell us everything. <laughs> I need to know everything. I'm so excited. We can tell you everything. <laughs> everything you're allowed but, to tell me at this stage. Right, right, right. Um, so, right as of, I don't know when this is coming out, but by the time this comes out. Next we're, Tuesday, or not next Tuesday, Tuesday after. All right, so we'll probably have signed the lease for our um, awesome. actual location that we're going to start. Cause right, we're, at, we're out of space here. Like we can't add too much more to this space. It's yeah, it's pretty tight. We you know, rolled up. Scale's uh-huh. wife's tripping. <laughs> you know. She wants the garage back. She wants the garage yeah. back to yeah. park the car and shit. So this was just a startup, like Apple, like all the, the major businesses. <laughs> Even like Monday night. Mm-hmm. Monday night gave us their um, system to get started with. That's awesome. And so it was based. And they, you know what? Um, I'm upset they never came here to see this setup, but that's cool. Yeah. Um, but by the time people find out about Atlantucky, we'll be in a dope location near the um, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I'm so excited. So it's prime for traffic. It's, we have um, a great walk-up opportunity there. Um, and we have an opportunity to expand. And so awesome. it came about a year ahead of what we were ready for, but... Why not? Yeah, you just have to jump on it sometimes. sometimes. Why not? Go it's just it. like the deal we did with Atlantic Records is how I see it because I didn't know if they was going to come back or not, so we should try to make the best out of, you know, not say a bad thing. It was some things that weren't good with that contract, <laughs> but you got to, you know, you got to give and take. Right. And so, you know, you sometimes you got to do shit that scares you the most just to make you feel alive. This so, is very, this, yeah, that's very true. If it scares you, it means that you should just definitely go for it. You got to pay attention <laughs> and you got to work hard, um, but... As I've gotten older in my age, and like I said, we've been doing this for 20 years, so that's not going to last forever. But to do something else that I can have fun with for another 20 years and still be creative and still work with this guy. Yep. And, you know, still give something that the, fa- the fans and the people and our base of, of support that's there as nappy heads and all those people that mess with us as Nat Bruce can enjoy the next chapter of our, you know, entrepreneurship career. Well, let's, and that's the let's, thing. Let's, let's let's do it. So that it'll be out this October, but we're op- we plan on opening it really top of 2021, and it's when it'll be really awesome. open to the public. And um, but you know you'll be invited so, this fall. Okay, be, good. I was about to say I didn't want to invite myself, but I definitely will. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, and we and we, we have beer. Actually, we have beer in stores now, um, and some of the total wine and mores around the country. So that's kind of our first phase of getting Atlantucky out. Um, but like you said, collaborations they're everywhere. We that was kind of our way of branding, getting the word out that we're actually making beer. Now we're ready to take the next step and make our own beer. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to do market research, too, just to kind of see oh, how yeah. different people like it and, you know, not have to, like, fully, like, because there's so many places that are, you know, they'll spend their 401k opening this, like, right. state-of-the-art brewery, and then their beer sucks. And right. then, you know, yeah. so, nah, um, you no, that. you guys have, y- y'all have killed it from the it's, get-go. It's well, been great education for us, just doing beers with others and seeing how how it works in the market and seeing what doesn't work as well. 
That's make, awesome. Making beer is a lot like making records. And even having a brewery is like a lot like having a record label. Mm-hmm. And all the things that happen within you selling a record is similar to you making a beer and selling a can. And so for us to have that understanding of 20 years, even 24 years of just independent with a little bit of support from a major, but that grind and that initiative that we've established for ourselves, to apply that to beer, is a lot of similarities that we can get in where some people that are just solely about making beer and they have a real job, they don't have that advantage that we have. It's true. I mean, and that's why you guys are so successful in what you're doing, but also because not only are you, you do you have your brewery coming out, you've got your album coming out too. Oh, yes. New um, album. I'm yes. so excited because I saw them at the music. So what was the name of the music video you just released uh, as well? Footy Socks and Ice Cream. Oh, it's socks so and good. It's the, new, it's like, the over it's 40. It's so good. Netflix and chill. Uh, <laughs> and then so what's the release date for y'all's a, uh, album? Sep- uh, September 25th. Oh, that's so exciting. I know. We're, we're, we're pumped. This is a... Uh, this is a trilogy we've been working on um, with the, four, the 40 Acres Project and another 40 Acres. This is the, uh, we're putting a bow on it and wrapping it up. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. And we're excited, man. It's, it, it, it's something that, like, the best thing about Nappy Roots is we tell you exactly where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not trying to sell, you know, mansions and sell, you know, dreams, no big cars. We're selling you exactly where we are right now and what's going on in the world. So, right. But we enjoy what we do, so that's the best part. That's awesome. It's the lifestyle. Like yeah. you guys keep saying, it's the lifestyle. It is. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a lot of beer drinking talk on this uh, album. <laughs> <laughs> Seemingly, we drink a lot of beer, apparently. Yeah, since the last album. <laughs> yeah, a lot we, more beer than the last album. I'm here for it. I'm excited. Hell, I ain't even skinny no more. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's far from skinny. We're going we to call, we we call you Medium DeVille. My, name, my, my new name is Pot Belly Devil. <laughs> no. For the, for the world, my new name is Potbelly Devil. Oh my gosh, y'all are a mess. That's my beard name. <laughs> the Potbelly Devil made this. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been so much fun. Thank you again so much for having me out here. I always yeah, love always. coming down here, but being able to actually bring my recording equipment and record what we talk about is so much fun. What else do you guys have coming up? Uh, we're oh. shooting a TV show. TV show? Uh, it's called 40 Acres and a Brew. Nice. And um, we're working with Pam Studios. And um, we developed this idea of how to put us making a brewery onto the the, the big screen. That or is such the a little good screen, idea. The flat screen. Or We're also starting a, a home for wayward men um, called uh, Scales' House, where you can come here, get away from your wife, do whatever you need to do. <laughs> and let, <laughs> make sure you wear socks with your sandals. Make sure, hey, open we got one rule. We got one rule. Put your socks on. Put some goddamn socks on for somebody socks, sees you. Tube socks. I don't give a damn. Just put on some socks. No yeah. open toes for no, men. Ladies are welcome with their open toes. Ladies, but. well, yeah, please bring the open toes. Men, I encourage you. Will, you will be denied on entry. <laughs> No, I want to commend you too um, for bringing more attention to the craft beer Yo. world oh, and sticking you. to it. Yeah, always. Yeah, sticking to it and bringing as much attention as you can to the Atlanta beer scene, and and we really appreciate you because you've ha- highlighted um Atlanta a couple times. We appreciate it. Yes, you always show love. Always. Y'all, y'all are my family. You always come to our events. I know. I do. Like, I love coming you show, to see you. You show your love, and we appreciate that. Always. What was what, what was one of your favorite events from uh, what we've thrown let me okay. ask you a question I'll, i will say every single event that i've been to is great but the most special 
was the Atlantucky Kentucky Mud that released one day before the COVID lockdown. Oh, oh man. We were so afraid. We all needed it. All of us were like, yeah, I, I didn't know, because my anniversary party was supposed to be the next day, and right. I ended up canceling uh, it because yeah, it's going to be, re- we're redoing it, which is going to be great. But um, I just remember going, and I was just like sitting there and just looking around and being like, Nothing is ever going to uh. be the same. But I was so glad that I was around y'all. It made me so happy. Hi! Yeah, 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 yeah. Young bud. Hi! What up? Um, and then, but yeah, it was just, yeah, that was, that was uh, one of the most, I love the one that we did at Hop City too. That Hop was City. really good. That was a great one. That was a really fun one. A lot of my chicken and grits. Yeah, that was really good. Where is, uh, uh, yeah. that was what, a nice turnout. What was, uh, what's her old girl? Oh. What's her name at that was at Hop City that time? Brittany? Brittany. Where's yeah. she at these days? She moves to Chicago, I, I think. She, oh, no way. Okay. Good for her. She told us, Yo, she, like, when we had one couch in here that she was moving to Chicago. Yeah, well, shout place. out to Brittany. She is one of, Brittany's like, the best. The best. Love like, she is Graham. one of the best people to talk beer about. She's beer a, with. Literally any sort of, like, you could just sit there and be like, okay, I have this beer, and I remember tasting, like, a pineapple, or was it a guava? And you'll turn around, and she'll have it in your hands because she just reads your mind about yeah. beer. I'm like, oh, okay. An aficionado <laughs> is, is yeah. very neat. So she to shout say out the her. least. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, you got I'm about like to hit her right now. Yeah. Oh, tell her said hi. Tell her we miss her. Aww. Um. But yeah. So I mean, thank you guys so much for having always. me down here as always. And uh, there will be many more events to come. I can't yep. wait to keep celebrating. And yes. this is the first of many um, guest appearances of you guys on Bishop Podcast. So yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you again so much for listening. Those guys are awesome. I always have such a great time with them. They're so fun. Um, Such cool dudes. Um, So Atlantucky will be open by January 2021. Definitely keep an eye out for it, but also keep an eye out for their collabs that they do. They've been doing a lot of collabs around town with different breweries, so definitely keep your eye out with them. You can follow them on Instagram at Nappy Roots. Um, Also, their new album is currently available on Spotify, iTunes, pretty much wherever where you listen to music. Um, you can search for that by searching for 40RTY, and that's, uh, or you can just search for Nappy Roots. Um, it's pretty awesome. I've been listening to it uh, quite a lot. But thank you again so much for listening. I will be back in two weeks, and I will talk to you all then. Cheers. Je voudrais trapper de grands reproches. Femme ou de